Hello, my friends, and welcome to the More You Know podcast. This is Noelle Ames speaking, and today I want to talk about vulnerability. So I've watched Brene Brown's uh, TED Talk on vulnerability and shame probably a hundred times now, and every time I am totally like shook by everything that she says. So if you have never watched that, please go on YouTube and type in Brene Brown TED Talk and pull up the one that's about vulnerability. I think she only has one. Um, I can't say vulnerability. There we go. That came out right. <laughs> um, anyways, that was vulnerable of me to try again in front of all of you and not delete this. So there you go. We're practicing. Anyways, <laughs> what I wanted to come on here and say is that I think it's so important. I think it's more important than you will ever know that you have people in your life that you are able to be vulnerable with. So I think that what I struggled with the most when I started to talk about vulnerability and shame was that I learned, okay, it's okay to be vulnerable. And then I was vulnerable with everyone. Like people that I didn't even know, people that I had just met, people that had, you know, wronged me in the past and showed me that they aren't trustworthy and then everything that I say to them goes to somebody else. I was just vulnerable, right? Like I was like, well, if vulnerable's the way, then I'm just going to tell everyone my life story and be like unapologetically me in every single situation, in every single environment with every single person because I like to go all in or nothing. (laughs) But then I slowly realized, and Brene does point this out in her TED Talk, that people gotta earn their spot for you to be vulnerable with them. So I'm not saying that you should be like so selective, but I think you should be better than I was when I first learned this. I think that vulnerability is a catalyst for connection but if that person on the other side of that connection or um, that vulnerability that you're sharing isn't able to receive it and show up for it and hold space for it and love you unconditionally for it it's not the right person and it's not going to create a connection it's going to create a disconnection and it's going to end up probably telling you like in your mind, you're probably going to be like, you know what? Like vulnerability just isn't it. Tried that, didn't work out, not doing it again. And then you risk disconnecting yourself from the world and from a lot of people that could deserve it and earn it and be um, very, very vulnerable with you back. So I realized this and I started to do it with just Ryan. I like really, really closed my circle after I went all out and just told everyone everything and was just super, super wide open. Um, I was like, you know what? Okay. That obviously isn't the way, um, you know, some people can't handle all of me and that's okay. And I need to believe them when they can't. And so I'd started with Ryan and I don't think I consciously did this. I think it was just kind of like my subconscious was trying to like protect itself or I was trying to protect myself after, you know, kind of being hurt by being too vulnerable. And then I met Ryan and it perfectly lined up with this journey I was on. And so 
unconsciously, I think I was just like, you know what? I'm going to just try it with you. And it, it wasn't even like, again, like I didn't think that thought. It was more like it organically happened because like I said, he was someone that could show up for me, that could be vulnerable back to me, that could hold space for me and could love me unconditionally um, within whatever I'm sharing with him. And you guys, it feels so good. There is no connection like a connection with someone where you can say everything exactly how it is. No filter, no, you know, like shame or guilt or worries about what they'll think of you. Like it's next level because when you do that, it's like all of this weight comes out of your soul all of this all of this baggage that you've just held on to and and you know mold over within your own mind is now being able to be let out shared held by someone else and then processed with them they don't have to help you fix it they don't have to you know tell you what your next steps are give you a solution i say hold space because all i mean by that is that they receive it without judgment And I think it's, that's what's most important, right? Like even with Ryan, like obviously he's my husband. So sometimes I do want a solution from him. Um, So when we go into conversations and I'm sharing something that's on my heart and that I want to share, it's like, I will express, Hey, I don't, I don't need you to help me fix this. I just need you to listen. And that is, if you can do that with someone that is so therapeutic for your soul, I can't even put it into words because again, like when you hold things in, they just fester. You start to think about them constantly. And then your thoughts go crazy, right? You, you, you started with this one thing that was kind of upsetting and kind of, you know, not what you wanted it to be, but then it starts to manifest and roll into this huge thing that now you're like the worst person on the world and you, you know, don't deserve love. And you're, you're, you're coming to all of these conclusions on your own because you're not able to get it out of your body and get it into the world and bounce it off other people that you trust and that you love and see it for what it actually is, right? I think holding on to um, our story and the good and the bad is um, not what we're meant to do here. We have billions of other people on this planet. I always say this quote, but If you were made to do things on your own and keep things to yourself and be just an individual all the time, there would not be billions of other people on this planet with you. You would be here by yourself and you would do it on your own. But that's not the case. (laughs) There's billions of people on this planet and therefore I believe and I know, I mean through studies that it's been shown that our happiness is directly correlated to our ability to connect with others or our, um, our current connections we have with a community or a group or individuals. Um, we are here to connect. And so if you truly want to connect, you have to be vulnerable. And I mean, you have to say things exactly as they are. And it's, And it's a practice. At first, it's so awkward. But why I'm doing this podcast today was because just this morning, I told Ryan something that was just so little, but I just didn't, it was like, 
you know, something that I was like, gosh, dang it. Why did that happen? Um, but I just like organically shared it with him and it was just a hot moment, right? I just let it out and he didn't even really react to it. It was just like, oh yeah. And then we continued on. But like, if I know, I knew in that moment, I was like, if I wouldn't have said that, I would have probably thought about that instance or that, you know, circumstance for days. Like I would have, you know, I love to grow and I love to be a better person. I love to always do my best. So I'm not great at failing and falling over and, um, you know, making mistakes. And so I probably would have sat with that for days, meaning every single day after that, I would have been walking into my life with all of that internal dialogue going on while I'm also trying to be present in the moment, while I'm also trying to um, talk to my mom or talk to Ryan or engage with my baby or, you know, like whatever, like go to school. I would have, it would have all been clouded by these thoughts, this internal dialogue that I would have been having just because I didn't share it and say it out loud and let it go essentially i think it's so therapeutic because when you do when you do have the ability to let it out of your body and into the world and have someone else sit there with it with you you're essentially letting it go maybe there's still some residuals bouncing around in your soul that you still need to work through or maybe it's a huge thing that you do want to spend time on but I know for a fact that getting it out into the world will make it a little bit better if not all the way better and I've never had this deep of a relationship that I have with Ryan and there's not one thing I can honestly say (laughs) there is not one thing that I know about my world myself my mistakes my triumphs anything about my story that Ryan doesn't know and I'm not saying you have to do that like I'm saying like I know that there's some things that you know maybe you want to hold on to or there's a season that you want to hold on to them because they're too sensitive and too fragile and like I'm giving you full permission to do that and I am in no way saying to do what I did and just go out there and be vulnerable with everyone again I don't think that that's the way I think having healthy boundaries around who you are vulnerable with is a huge part of this so believe people You know, when you're vulnerable with them and they go behind your back and share it with someone else or they use it as fuel when you're in an argument or they look at you differently because of what you shared or they don't engage with you in the same way that they did before you shared that or they weren't able to even receive it, right? They they maybe judged you in the moment or they didn't even respond to you in the moment or give you the space or the time or the presence that you needed in order um, to get through it and that you were expecting from them. If they can't do that, believe them, you guys. And it's not like you don't you can just say, oh, well, we're not friends. Like, you don't have to do that, but you can say, you know what, hey, you don't have to say it out loud. You can say it to yourself. Hey, you know what? They just showed me that they weren't able to be there for me in a vulnerable moment. Therefore, I'm going to believe them and I'm going to take them out of my circle of people I am able to be vulnerable with. You guys, this circle isn't very big. 
Um, I have my family, both sides, I feel like I could be completely vulnerable with. I have Ryan. I have a, like, handful, like, three or four really good girlfriends that I could be completely honest with. And I think that would even be, like, two. (laughs) I can think of one right now that I am very vulnerable with, just like Ryan, and she is so amazing at receiving it. But she's also, like Ryan, proved to me every single time that I have shared something with her that it's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to go any further than her. And she is going to be there with her full awareness and presence and attention anytime I need that. And it's, you guys, like I said, like that connection that I have with her and that connection that I have with Ryan is incredibly deeper than any other connection that I have because it's real. It's real and it's both ways. So obviously I'm speaking um, from the perspective of the person sharing the vulnerable um, story or whatever it is that you're sharing. But I think another aspect of this is that you're really going to feel that connection when they can do the same thing with you. So Ryan is very vulnerable with me too. I know everything about that kid. And this individual, this girl that I am best friends with, she is also vulnerable with me. So like when something's going on in her life, like she'll call me, we will get together and I will hear about it all. And it won't be, you can tell because it won't be this like filtered story. There won't be any pauses. It won't be any like, you know, okay, this was the story, but this is the one I'm going to give to you. There's none of that. It's literally like word vomit that's when you know that you're being um, vulnerable or someone's being vulnerable with you I think is when it's just organically flowing out of their mouth it's like this is what happened this is how it made me feel this is how I feel right now this is what I want to feel like but I can't seem to get there please help me you know like it's it's just like I think that people that you can just word vomit on are the best people you can keep in your life The ones that you can word vomit on and then they word vomit back on you and then you guys process it together and then you let it go and you move on and you love each other deeper. You don't judge each other. You don't hold on to it. You don't share it. You don't, you know, it's just, it happens. You get through it and then you move on and you let go. It's like you're literally have a tribe of people that are helping you process this world. Like, Life is hard. Life is 50% pain and 50% joy. And that 50% pain is hard sometimes. And like I said, I do not believe we are made to do it alone. And so when you choose to close yourself off and not be vulnerable with anyone, you're making it harder on yourself. You're making it a lot harder on yourself because I've been there. I've done that. And so... I want to challenge you guys to test it out. Find those people that have been there for you for a long time and just give them something, right? You don't have to give them the whole story, but you know, one time you guys are together, like if I were you, this is what I would do. I would go to that friend that I'm best friends with and I know like she's been there for me. She's, you know, proved herself up to this point and I would go out to eat with her and I would, you know, I would have something on my heart that is my story that is true that I'm not proud of and I would share it with her and it would just be one thing from you know at the first part and I would see how she reacted to it 
And I would see how, you know, can she receive this? Can she hold space for me? Does she still love me? Is she coming back with something that she's also been through? I think that's another really good sign is if you share something vulnerable and then they come right back with something that is also vulnerable for them. Like, you know, like they're like, oh, you're not alone. You know, oh my gosh, I don't know exactly what you've been through, but I've also done something similar and this is how it felt for me. So I understand you, right? Um, I think that's huge, but you don't need that. You know, all you need is someone to be able to hold space and not judge you and still love you on the other side. Um, And so I would test it out and I would just slowly start to unravel my story to this person. And anytime, at any point, it went badly, you know, like maybe they shared it with someone or they uh, got defensive and started, you know, kind of attacking me or all the different things that could happen, started judging me, started, you know, thinking differently differently of me. Um, Like as soon as they showed me that they weren't able to love me through it, that is when I would set the boundary. That is when I would say, you know what? Shoot, it sucks, but I can't share this part of my story with you therefore I'm going to probably not share a lot more of the deep parts of my story with you because I've learned you showed me that you can't handle it and that's okay and again you're not saying this to them you're doing this internally maybe you have a journal I like to journal because that's like my best friend that doesn't talk back (laughs) Uh, but you guys like I know for a fact that Ryan was my lesson on vulnerability. We met, and if you've listened to our love story, you know this, but we met and it went so fast, but I know that it went so fast. Like we were like days into talking before we said, I love you. And that we wanted to get married, but I know it went so fast because there was no barriers. There was no fakeness about our relationship with each other. The moment we met and started to engage with each other, we told each other everything. We literally laid in bed for a, like we stayed up all night for like three days. I swear I was like in a vortex, time didn't exist. I had abundant energy. I did not need to sleep. And all we did was tell each other about our lives because like I said, we had just met. We didn't know each other at all. We didn't know anything other than we were totally, completely in love with each other from the moment that we met. And so because of that and that connection, we just, it was like ping pong. It was like, I shared something, he shared something. I should, it was like nonstop. Here is everything on my heart. I want to be so connected to you that I'm going to give you literally everything I've got. And I lit, I, I swear, like, obviously you can't know everything about a human being, no matter how much you talk to them. Cause the only person that knows them completely is them. I understand that, but I swear I knew Ryan Walker Ames more than anyone ever in his life. And he would say this, I know him deeper than anyone else. And I swear that most of that happened in those first three days of us just completely being vulnerable with each other. There was no filters. There was no hesitation. There was, here I am. This is my story. This is who I am. Can you still love me? 
And there was never really a hesitation of like, can you still love me? I just say that like, because when you're going into this interaction, like ask yourself, like, like I said, give them the vulnerability and then see like, okay, can you still love me? That's literally the process. But there was never a hesitation for us because we were literally so in love that it was just like, I know that in order for us to be connected, like we want to be, we got to just tell each other everything. And it was because it was everything, right? Like it was childhood. It was past relationships. It was, you know, past challenges and mistakes. And, you know, like it, there was nothing off of the table. And I think having those people in your life will directly influence the level of happiness, peace, contentment, and joy that you experience in your daily life. Now, I'm trying to grow my circle. Now that I've figured out how to do this, I am trying to grow that circle. But at first, like I said, I just started with one person. It was just Ryan. And actually, no, I started with everybody, like we said. <laughs> and then I realized, oop, that's not the way. So then I, I did it with Ryan. And now I have done it with a really close friend, which we already were doing it, but I just, you know, was like, all right, this is, you're one of them. You're definitely a hundred percent here for me, a hundred percent on the same page as far as loyalty and unconditional love, like a sister, right? Like, just like, I'm not going anywhere. And so now I am trying to spread that. And like I said, it's a practice. It's not something that you can rush. It's not something you can make happen. It just organically will happen as you start to see a relationship unfold. And again, like I don't think that there is any time limit on this. Like I said, it will take time in some instances, but like look at Ryan and I, that took three days, right? So if it's the right person, you can connect really quickly. You can be vulnerable really quickly. But there's also people that you've known your whole life that have been there through every season that won't be able to do this with you. And so you have to just kind of accept that and stop trying to do it, right? Like it's like I saw myself doing this with people that I've known my whole life. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I'm just going to try again. <laughs> It's like, no, believe them. When they show you how they feel about you, when they show you who they are and how they are in relationships and you discover how you feel about that, believe that. Again, this is like goes to romantic relationships too. Like I always, you know, look back and I'm like, man, if I just would have believed myself, believed what I was feeling and would have believed what the other person was telling me through their actions. If I just would have believed that, I would have gone through so much less pain because I wouldn't have been like, you know, believing what someone was saying to me. I wouldn't have believed what I was trying to convince myself of. I would have just believed what actually was, what was real the feelings I was having and the actions someone else was taking or not taking. If you just believe that life gets a lot less complicated because now it's like, okay, here's where I set the boundary and it's not indefinite. It's not savage or, 
you know, like permanent in any way. Like someone can grow. Someone can come back into your life and earn that spot where you can be unapologetically you with them. But again, it's a process and they have to earn it. And I think, you know, I went through the first 20 years of my life being friends with everyone and letting everyone in and caring about what everyone thought. And now truly the only thing I care about is how I feel about something and how I want to interact into something and my motivation. That sounds super selfish, but I think it's the best thing that we can do because when you are setting healthy boundaries and you are, you know, being yourself, you are serving everyone that you were meant to serve right by me like just an example like by me Sony's like yep I agree (laughs) I don't know why she's barking um it's a good little background noise anyways for example like when I was letting everyone in and I had you know 20 plus friends at one time and I was just sharing everything with everyone I really lacked connection because it wasn't real it wasn't being reciprocated. It wasn't, um, it was being, you know, shared with other people. It wasn't, it wasn't this connection I'm talking about here. It wasn't two ways. And even though I had some of those people in that group, because I was sharing it with everyone and, and you know, it wasn't like they didn't look at it as special either, right? So those people that could have met me there, didn't because they saw me doing it with everyone and and, you know just like okay well that's how she is with everyone this must not be vulnerability for her this must just be whatever it is and and they saw me you know not having healthy boundaries and not you know believing what people are doing and kind of just like letting everyone treat me however they wanted to and so you know I realized now that like that connection wasn't able to happen because I was sharing it with too many people and so the smaller my group has gotten as far as friends oh the better deeper more loving connected I have ever felt and I'm not saying you can't have a lot of friends I'm just saying that the friends that get to see your entire story will probably be smaller than the group of friends that you spend time with. And that's okay. I think there's levels to every friendship. And it's not doesn't make one better than the other. I'm not saying like you you rank your friend. Like that's how I'm talking about here. That's childish. What I'm saying is that your every single friendship is going to take a different form and it's going to serve you in a different way and that's perfectly okay right? Like there can be some people that you just love to be around. You don't share anything deep with them. You don't, you know, you don't have that deep connection, but they're just a fun person to be around. That's fine. But it's what, what gets troubling is when you start to, um, intertwine the friendships, you start to give a friend that is just the fun friend, your entire vulnerable life story and then you try to you you expect them to be able to be that friend when they've shown you I'm not that friend. I'm not able to be that friend for you. But here you are trying to 
force me to be and it's not working and therefore I'm probably gonna mess this up and then you're probably not gonna like me and that's just a tornado of not good things when you could go into every friendship saying okay I want to learn what this friendship is about what is our friendship going to become what can I trust you with what can I share with you um And as you test that out, just slowly figuring out, okay, what kind of friendship is this? And then believing it. That's the key. Believe them when they show you what kind of friend they can be. Believe them when they show you what kind of husband or boyfriend or whatever, wife, girlfriend. Believe them. Because you're only going to cause yourself so much unnecessary suffering when you don't believe them and you pretend like they can handle it. And then all of a sudden you're vulnerable in the wrong spot. It's not received. And then you don't want to be vulnerable anymore. You get like vulnerability fatigue because you're like, gosh, dang it. I just wish someone could see me and hold space for me and love me no matter what. Maybe if you have a really good relationship with your parents, you start there. That's a really good place to start. I have a really close relationship with my dad. And honestly, growing up, this is what we did. I didn't know that because I was telling him literally everything on my heart and he wasn't judging me for it, that I was being vulnerable and I had a really, really healthy space to do that. I didn't know that, but it was definitely that. And so if you have a close relationship with your parents, I would start there. If you have a really close friend, I would start there. If you do have a significant other, start there. And again, just go slow. Go as slow as you need to, to be comfortable in the process. Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable when you are sharing the thing that you um, feel vulnerable about, but just one little thing at a time. See how they respond and then go a little bit further. And then you're gonna realize that some relationships go a lot further than you were pushing them, and some can't go anywhere at all. Trust that, and then continue to dive deeper into those relationships that you are able to be vulnerable in, and you will realize that like there's literally only a few things better than that on earth. And I say that because I have a baby now. And just looking at him is better than that. But it's damn close. It is damn close. Like, it is so therapeutic. It is one of my favorite things to do is be vulnerable with the right people. I love it. It's so much fun. Like, it is... I swear it feels like water is getting poured through my head all the way out my toes like in my inner body it's just like I'm getting a rinse and it's just everything it's just all the cobwebs and the things that are stuck just get washed out of me and it's like oh that feels so good like so good and I feel lighter happier and more content after I do it so I'm gonna go get my dogs because they're going crazy crazy out there. So I'm going to go do that. But thank you so much for listening to my podcast. You guys, every single message that I get, I am so thankful for. If you ever have a topic that you want me to touch on, please feel free to message me, email me, 
whatever you got to do. Like, I am so excited about this platform. I'm so excited about how I'm able to share on here and be vulnerable with you guys. And honestly, like, the if you're listening to this, I genuinely love you. And I genuinely am so excited that you're here. And I hope that you come back because you are getting something from this. Like, my hope, my number one reason for doing these podcasts is to share something that I've gone through and help someone else go through it or not have to go through it because they already know the other side of it. (laughs) So genuinely, I feel like we're best friends is what I'm trying to say. And I love you and I hope you have a great day. And I hope you know that you are always doing the very best you can in the moment. And that's all that you're required to do. So Give yourself some grace. Give yourself some love today. Say, you know what? You freaking rock. Like, against all odds, here you are showing up, doing the dang thing. Like, pat yourself on the back. All right. Bonus tip. If you're still here, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I just thought of it when I said that, and here I am doing it. This is a bonus tip. First bonus tip on Noe the Yogi's podcast. Wow. Okay, if you're still here, here it is. Look yourself in the eyes in the mirror for two to five minutes every morning. If you can extend the time over time, do that. Dude, straight up, after you're done brushing your teeth, put the toothbrush down, put your deodorant on, then do nothing except for look in the mirror, put your hands by your sides, roll your shoulders back, Open your eyes wide, engage your core, find solid feet on the ground, and just look at yourself in the eyes. You don't have to think about anything. You don't have to do anything else. You don't have to, like, there's no goal other than to get through those two to five minutes of eye contact with yourself. It's nuts. It is absolutely nuts what will happen. If you do this every day, you're going to slowly start doing it every time you look in the mirror and you are going to notice a change. You're going to notice at first it's uncomfortable and then all of a sudden you're like, wait, I have not even looked at myself in however many years I've been on this planet. Like I really truly have not looked at myself in the mirror through my eyes. Right? Like, because we just are always doing something. We're like, oh, I'm brushing my teeth. Now I'm putting my deodorant on. Now I'm putting my makeup on. Now I'm, you know, looking at my hair. It's like you're never actually looking at your own eyes in the mirror. And then you're, unless you're deliberately doing it, you're not doing it. So I challenge you guys to try that out and let me know how it feels. Maybe one day you start to add affirmations in there saying something positive about yourself or something positive that you want to show up in your life, that's an amazing practice too. And no, these aren't just like things that people say because they're like hipsters and stuff, I swear. Because I used to think that. And then I started trying them and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> this is this is good stuff. I like this stuff. So try that. Again, thanks for being here. That was your tip. <laughs> your bonus tip I'm going nuts I need you know some coffee maybe and just to take a deep breath after this one because this was a lot and yeah I love you guys have a great day see ya